Hey kids, welcome to the How to Be Awesome podcast. This is episode nine. Louise, I haven't seen you all week. How you doing? I was going to say fine, but that's not actually the truth. I'm really tired today. <laughs> um, it's the end of our summer holiday program, which was excellent. The kids really, really enjoyed themselves. I thought it was great, but it's also just very tiring running after a bunch of children all day. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, pretty tired. Yeah, preteens are freaking exhausting. Yeah, they really, really are. How are you feeling this week? I've been really tired as well, but I don't have any preteens to um, <laughs> use as an excuse. I'm just getting old, I guess. Fair enough. Um, we had a full moon recently. You know, that can sometimes be a little bit draining on your energy. So I'm mm-hmm. going to blame it on that. Yep. Guess what? What? We have two new Patreon patrons this week. OMG. <laughs> <laughs> two new members to the International Coven of Awesomeness. Yes, welcome to Lindsay and Tara. Welcome to the International Coven of Awesomeness. We're so excited to have you as part of our little family. Yeah, absolutely amazing. Every time we get a new Patreon subscriber, I get super excited. People actually like this, Renee. And we made it past eight episodes. Yep. This is episode nine. We made it. We are killing it. Episode nine. Killing the game. We didn't die. Nope. No one fell off. Was that a mountain you'd said? No yeah. one fell off a mountain. Yeah. I, d- I specifically didn't go near any mountains. That's the only reason. It's got nothing to do with the fact that that seems like exercise, but it's just <laughs> in case I fell off it. <laughs> I've barely left my house all week, so I'm definitely not going anywhere near a mountain. Though I do live in a third floor flat, so mm. pretty much climbing a mountain just to get to my house. Yeah. I'm really excited to hear about what you're eating because I saw it on the notes and I want to know all about it. Oh yeah, it's uh, <laughs> you've picked it up as though it's some uh, massively exciting meal. I want it. I'm going to talk to you today about M&M's, specifically brownie M&M's. I have not even heard of these. I had never heard of these until I was at my local petrol station the other week getting petrol. And they have all of their sweets in an aisle that leads up to the till. So obviously mm-hmm, while smart. you're standing there, you're just like... Just have one of these. That's I'll just have marketing. a packet of those. And I saw these purple M and M's. Purple is one of my favourite colours. And I was like, purple M and M's. What are purple M and M's? And I looked at them. I was like, oh, brownie. My husband loves brownie things. I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy those. They're delicious. They're so good. The like filling in the centre is like really chewy and mm-hmm. fudgy, Ooh. like you're eating like a, a proper fudgy brownie. Oh, I've got to get my hands on these yeah, right now. They're so good. I actually bought some for our colleague at work and. She started eating them and she was like, these are insane. These are absolutely delicious. Again, had never heard of them before. They were so, so good. So they might be my new favorite M&M. Oh my gosh. If anybody wants to send us a mountain of brownie M&Ms. Oh yeah. We'd be up for that. You can only get peanut butter M&Ms if you go to the American candy store here. Yes. My issue with peanut butter M&Ms is, and I love peanut butter and I love M&M's, is that I feel like in comparison to say like Reese's Pieces, which are a bit more like smarty sized mm-hmm. with peanut butter in them, I feel like the peanut butter ratio is a bit off. But these have peanut butter and chocolate, whereas Reese's mm. Pieces are straight up peanut butter. That's true. But I just like straight up peanut you know, I eat peanut butter in the jar, Renee. I'm happy with straight up peanut butter. When you don't have dessert, do you get a spoonful of peanut butter and um, some chocolate chips? No, I've never done that. Okay. This is this is emergency. <laughs> I'm going to buy chocolate chips on the way emergency home. Emergency level sweet tooth time. I always have chocolate chips on hand. I always have peanut butter if there's no dessert in the house. 
Mm-hmm. And I absolutely have to have something sweet. You just like pour out a few chocolate chips into a little dish and then you dip your spoon in the peanut butter and then you just dip the peanut butter into the chocolate chip so that mm. they kind of stick to it. Is that with a, like American peanut butter? Because American mm-hmm. peanut butter is slightly sweeter than oh, yeah, British I, peanut butter. I special order my peanut butter on Amazon to make sure that I get proper American peanut butter. Yeah. Peanut butter here is sad. They've changed the recipe of the peanut butter that I usually buy and it's made me really sad because it's... It's probably healthier, but Ugh. I'm not eating peanut butter to be healthy. I, I'm eating peanut butter because it's peanut butter. Mm-hmm. So it's not as good, so I might have to change the brand of, of peanut butter that I buy. But anyway, enough about my love <laughs> of peanut butter. What are you eating this week, Renee? Well, I'm going to tell you about a couple of things today. The other day on Instagram stories, I made a bacon and corn risotto, which is mm-hmm. one of my favorite risottos on my website. And so I, uh, I made it... And it was amazing, but I like talked everybody through it on Instagram mm-hmm. stories, which is always super awkward. I just don't go back and look at it and pretend like <laughs> it didn't happen. But a couple of people um, saw that and then made it and then messaged us and were like, we love the bacon and corn risotto. So mm-hmm. um, if you like bacon, <laughs> as you should. Yeah. As previously yeah, I discussed. I was going to say, I think we've talked about what happens if you don't like bacon. <laughs> we might have some vegans coming on the show. So um, we, we love you. Eat what you like. Um, yeah. But if you like bacon, uh, you're going to really want this bacon and corn risotto, the pop of the sweet corn. Like, especially mm-hmm. right now, if you can get fresh, sweet summer yeah. corn when it's at its best, use that. But I use frozen corn because I'm lazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's so, so good. Yeah. It's a really good, like, you wouldn't usually think of summer risotto, but I feel like this is a summer mm-hmm. risotto. Yeah, quite a few people have messaged us to say that they've made it. It's really taken off, actually. And because one of the ingredients is yogurt. That's what mm-hmm. gives it its creamy taste. And I know um, one of the messages had said that they were unsure about using yogurt and you mentioned that in your mm-hmm. video like yeah. this might seem like a bit of a strange step but go with it and they were actually like no this is delicious it was a really really good good idea yeah because not only does it make it creamy but it also adds acidity mm-hmm. and if you've read Samin Nosrat's book salt fat acid heat you mm-hmm. know that everything needs a pop of acid and it really brightens it up yeah so definitely don't skip adding mm-hmm. the greek yogurt at the end it just takes it to the next level. Mm-hmm. It sounds gross, but it's not. It's good. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Um, also on the blog this week, you'll find vegan tomato curry. Mm. See, not everything has yeah, bacon in it. It's not all about the bacon. But here. I'm going to confess that I did not eat this because I have the palate of a 12-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> but I made it for my husband, and he really, really liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we decided that we would put it up on the blog. So there's that, and then there's a recipe for coconut rice as well. Um mm-hmm. I my personal favorite thing about this dish is that it's just really pretty because mm-hmm. um, it's basically just a bunch of halved cherry tomatoes mm-hmm. and then some um, green peas, so it's nice and bright and colorful. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can go and check that out on yeah, awesomeontwenty.com. The well. coconut rice sounds really good as well. We don't eat a lot of rice in our house. My husband's not really a fan. I sometimes find it a wee bit bland as well. So having something like that where you can kind of zhuzh it up a little bit sounds mm-hmm. sounds good i grew up in a polynesian family mm-hmm. um half of the population of hawaii is actually japanese so mm. um used to eating sticky rice yeah <laughs> and so when i came here and everything was like basmati rice and mm-hmm. long grain rice and i was like what what why isn't this forming into like a ball of rice what yeah. is happening this is wrong <laughs> we have the opposite we, for my birthday, my husband and my best friend and her partner um, all went out for lunch and I wanted to go to a Thai restaurant because I haven't been able to have 
Thai food because of the lockdown and the pandemic. I was like, I really want to go to this Thai restaurant. So we went and we ordered the sticky rice. And then my husband is not a fan of rice at the best of times. He just couldn't even with the sticky oh, rice. Really? Yeah. He was like, what is it doing? Why is it doing that? What is this? He was not he was not happy with rice. He still talks about how weird how weirded out he is by sticky rice. But I really like sticky mm-hmm. rice. I think sticky rice is much better than like normal rice. Yeah, because you wouldn't be able to eat it with chopsticks otherwise. Yeah. Okay. Basmati rice with chopsticks would be really, really difficult. But you would have to like shovel it in. Yeah. That would never work. Right. Well, given that we're both really tired this week, I think it's pretty apropos that we're talking about self-care yep. this week. Mm-hmm. Self-care is super trendy in the mm-hmm. past couple years. It's all over Pinterest and Instagram. Hashtag self-care when you're like going to the spa and spending yeah. 500 pounds on a massage and a mm-hmm. facial and putting hot rocks on your back. Um, so talk to me about how you approach self-care. I am not very good at self-care. So this is something that you've been working on. We've <laughs> yeah, been talking is, about yeah, actually is... on the podcast that you've been working on, trying to take better care of yourself. Why do you think you struggle with self-care? I don't really know. I don't know if it's because I spend a lot of my time looking after other people in terms of, and it's not always that they need looked after. That's quite often a choice that I make mm-hmm. to put other people first. To you know, My job is a very people-focused job where I'm looking after people and making sure that they're okay. And then I do that at home as well. You know, I'm always... You know, I might think, oh, I'm going to have like a chill night in the house. And then one of the boys will say, oh, can you pick me up at nine o'clock from my friend's house? And I'm like, fine. When I could say, no, get a taxi or get the bus. Mm-hmm. I'm like, fine, I'll come and get you. And and various things like that. So there's lots of times where I feel like I, I agree to all of these things. Mm-hmm. And then afterward, like after a week of not really spending a lot of time on myself, I heavily regret it. Yeah. So it sounds like setting boundaries is a form of self-care that would be beneficial Mm -hmm. to you i think boundaries with myself as well Mm -hmm. like i think people always think that self-care is going to the spa and having a bubble bath Mm -hmm. and putting on a face mask have you seen the like meme that's basically like my life is falling apart and you're just like i'm gonna put a face mask on that'll fix everything (laughs) (laughs) i haven't seen that yeah i can understand why somebody would um post something like that yes the internet makes you think that you have to spend money to take care of yourself and that, you know, only certain like luxurious pampering actions mm-hmm. are um, what falls under the umbrella of self-care. But that's only like one tiny part of what actually taking care of yourself really mm-hmm. means. I know for me, I find that I can be sort of addicted to productivity Mm-hmm. And a lot of my self-worth on a daily basis is bound up in how much I get done. Mm-hmm. And I will absolutely run myself ragged to tick things off my list. And then at the end of the day, I feel like I'm just left with absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. And I go and go and go until I have to take a four-hour nap because mm-hmm. I just can't keep myself awake anymore. Well, surely we can't be alone in this. Um, I think it's something that's coming out a lot more on social media is kind of moving away from that like idea of the, the hustle you know, we live in a world where people are, I see loads of Instagram videos that's like, oh, you say you don't have the time or the money or the whatever to, to take on a second project. Like, just do it. Mm-hmm. Make the time. And you're just like, or you could also just use that time to look after yourself. Like, do we constantly have to be hustling all the time? Do mm-hmm. we always have to have something on the go? Or, you know, like you're saying, you feel that needs to be constantly on the go and you're not doing enough if you're not constantly doing, like, if you're just sat watching a TV show 
that's time that's wasted. You could mm-hmm. be do, you could be you could be making money in that time. But Except actually, I figured out a way to make watching TV uh, accomplishing something <laughs> because as part of my compulsive list making, I have a list of all of the Oscar and Golden Globe winning TV shows and movies. Mm-hmm. So if I watch one of those, I'm still taking something yeah. off my list. <laughs> Even in terms of that just like sitting down for five mm-hmm. minutes to read a book or to do whatever. You might be ticking that off your list of things you want to do. But yeah, a lot of people would kind of argue that if you've got time to sit and read a book, you've got time to be hustling. Hustling for what? Well, that for what and for who? Mm-hmm. Like, who is it benefiting? If it's not benefiting you, if you're burning yourself out, as you were saying, if you're getting to the end of the day and you're feeling like you have nothing left to give, it's not really benefiting anybody. Mm-hmm. If you want to hustle because it's something that you feel good about and you it makes you feel good to feel productive and you feel like you're getting something out of it at the end. But like just hustling for the sake of hustling and this constant, I think in the UK we're quite bad for it. Hopefully it's something that we are going to move away from in society. In the UK, and you'll know because we've worked in the same place before, um, the whole idea of I've never taken a sick day in my life. I work 80 hours a week. I take my laptop home and I work till 10 o'clock at night every night. Nope. That's not, I'm not giving you a round of applause for being a fucking idiot. Why would you want to live your life like that? Also, you're not getting paid for that time. You're not getting paid for it. And also you're going to kill yourself. Mm -hmm. Like we we have both been in situations where we've seen people at work who are ill, Mm -hmm. you know, seriously ill and should have to leave to go to the hospital because they've been made to, because they've, you know, they don't take a sick day. And I just don't think that that's a healthy way to live your life because at the end of the day, we all need to take care of ourselves. Your body is not just, does not have an unlimited source of energy. Mm-hmm. If you're not giving it the things it needs, rest, water, um, recuperation time, you're, it's, it's going to fail one day. And I think that's where the self-care thing about, Oh, it's about bubble baths and face masks comes in. It's not. It's about making sure you drink some water every day. It's mm-hmm. about making sure that you go to your bed at a reasonable time and get... Everybody needs a different amount of sleep, so it's not saying that everybody needs to get eight hours, but whatever amount of sleep you need for your body, try and get that amount of sleep. Mm-hmm. Try and switch off from your work or your social media when you when you for at least a period of time each night. That hustle culture of you constantly have to be working, and if you're not working hard, if you're not always working you're not working hard enough i think it's quite dangerous actually mm-hmm. and actually i think it's even worse in america have you heard of the puritan work ethic oh no so this is something that is pretty commonly associated with american culture and like you learn about it in history class and stuff puritans were very much like work your ass off for yeah. god basically work till you die yep um and that has become a part of the american culture this very very hard working um, never rest. Hard work is a virtue mm-hmm. kind of concept. So then if you're not working hard, there's almost a moral judgment mm-hmm. on that, um, you know, laziness and sloth and things mm-hmm. like that. And I didn't really appreciate the effects of the Puritan work ethic until I went abroad and met people from other countries. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you guys are so lazy. Yeah. What is wrong with you? And they're taking sick days left, right, and center because you get paid for them in this country. Mm-hmm. You don't have to um, worry about losing pay, not being able to make your rent or put food on the table if you take a day off here. Yeah, And I think that makes a big difference mm-hmm. um, when you know that there's a safety net for you to actually be able to 
care for your body and care for your mind mm-hmm. um, by taking time off if you need to, or being able to actually go and seek medical care without having to pay a bill at the end. Mm-hmm. Or even just like in terms of annual leave as well, because that's not really a thing in, in America in terms mm-hmm. of paid vacation time. No. Whereas we, we have laws that state that you are supposed to get a certain amount of paid vacation time. Obviously, sometimes it's pro rata based on how many hours you're working, mm-hmm. but you get paid vacation time mm-hmm. and you're, you have to use it like because that that's your time to rest and, mm-hmm. and relax. And I'm sure there's also rules about your work like contacting you while you're on vacation and things are not supposed to to do those things. Um but that's not the case in America, is it? Uh I mean I don't know about like whether or not they're allowed to contact you because you so rarely get to take vacation yeah. that um it doesn't really matter. But one of the best jobs I ever had in the US, we had paid personal leave. So you would accrue time that you could take off based on how much you worked, but that counted as your sick leave and your personal leave. Mm-hmm. So if you needed to take a sick day, it came out of your paid personal leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's not really a, a support system for self-care in the workplace mm-hmm. in America, in, in most workplaces, and it's definitely not policy mm-hmm. that a company has to allow you that time off. You just mm-hmm. have to get lucky to get a good enough job yeah. where you can take a vacation. And most people don't have that. It's really interesting as well from like, a, if you're looking at it from an organizational perspective in terms of, and I think more organizations are starting to move this way, certainly out with US um, from what I know of actually, <laughs> if we look after our staff, mm-hmm. then they're more productive. And in the long run, it actually works out better for us. Whereas mm-hmm. if we push them to the limit, it's uh, I think it's in Sweden, they are doing the four day work week. Yeah, I can't remember what one of the Scandinavian is, but... countries is doing the four day work week. Um, they've sort of pioneered that, and like studies have shown that productivity has gone up. Mm-hmm. Because if you think about it, when you get to, a fr- I mean, I'm it's Thursday night just now, and I'm shattered. So there's every chance that tomorrow I'm not going to be as productive as mm-hmm. I could as I could have been if the work week just finished today. I would have gotten all my work done by today because I know that I'm finishing early. Mm-hmm. I also have more time to recuperate at the weekend because the two-day weekend is not long enough to offset the five days that you're working. Mm-hmm. So you get to Sunday night and you're just starting to feel yep. a little bit better yep. and then you're back up again uh-huh, on Monday morning. Uh-huh. It's just not long enough to recuperate. Um, and they've they've seen like really good increases in productivity and staff well-being and things like that um mm-hmm. so i think and people more... don't waste as much time either they're mm-hmm. more intentional with the way that they spend their time at work mm-hmm. i often think i would quite like to do instead of a four-day work week like maybe just a four-hour work day just go in and bang it out and get everything over and done with mm-hmm. and then go home because mm-hmm. you know once you factor in lunch break and I'm going to go fix a cup of tea and mm-hmm. maybe chat with my coworkers for a little while. How much time are you actually spending being productive at work? Mm-hmm. If I could just be there for four hours, get it all done and then go home and have the rest of the day to live my life, mm-hmm. feel like I would be a lot happier. Yeah. It's that balance, isn't it, between your work life and your personal life. And I think that's the whole thing is that it's then put on us like self-care is a personal thing. So if I'm working too many hours because that's my contract or that's my job or whatever, or it's expected of me at work, the self-care is still my mm-hmm. is still my problem. So I still have to find the time in my personal life, however scant that might be, mm-hmm. to, to find time for self-care. Um, and I think that's why a lot of people 
don't necessarily realise the little things that you can do for self-care. Mm-hmm. It's not just about, like we said, the face masks and the going to fancy spas and things like that. There's lots of like little things that you can do mm-hmm. to look after yourself, like saying, no, I'm not going to come and pick you up at 10 o'clock on a Friday night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of it is around setting boundaries and mm-hmm. having priorities. You know, you talked earlier about the hustle culture. And to me, a lot of that is really about what is your priority. If your priority is to make a million dollars before you turn 25, then you probably will need to hustle quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not my priority. So yeah. And I think some, I think for me, as I've gotten older, your priorities change, don't they? Because mm-hmm. obviously you think about when you're younger and you used to go out on nights out and, you know, you could potentially maybe go on a couple of nights out in the one weekend. Oh, and the thought of it now <laughs> makes me sweat. <laughs> like, uh, but that's just not a priority for me anymore. I don't even know and... if I could go out once a month. Yeah, if I'm not in my bed by 10 o'clock, things look bad. Yeah, I stayed up till half 11 and the next day I was a mess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like... Uh, Half past 11 on a Tuesday night? This is ridiculous. (laughs) Well, for my money, I really think that sleep is the absolute number one thing that you can do to look after yourself. Like Mm -hmm. you said, people have different sleep cycles and they need different amounts of sleep. But prioritizing high quality sleep is going to align so many other things in Mm -hmm. your life. You're going to have better concentration. You're going to feel more energy. Um, I listened to an episode of Fresh Air with Terry Gross. Mm-hmm. And I've looked, I won't be able to find a link because I've looked for it before and I can't find it. But <laughs> she talked to a guy who was an expert on sleep deprivation. Mm. And he was talking about how quickly it can start to affect um, your motor skills, your um, levels of concentration, your speech. Mm-hmm. Um, he was like, no, I can tell that you didn't get a good night's sleep last night, Terry Gross. Yeah. <laughs> Just from talking to her for like 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And since I listened to that, I now notice the effects of sleep deprivation in myself so much more readily and mm-hmm. have really worked to prioritize setting up a good sleep routine so that I know that I'm going to get a good night's sleep every night. And it's really helped so much. Mm -hmm. So I think if you are wondering what's the first thing you could do to take better care of yourself, prioritize your sleep. Yeah. One thing that I have found as well is, and again, it sounds so simple, but drinking water. Mm -hmm. Uh, A friend of mine had sent me a thing or had told me about a thing that she'd read about how all of these different things are all linked to the fact that you could be dehydrated and she was like this is so rude I can't believe they've written this article about me like (laughs) that's it like there's so many things that are linked to being dehydrated again concentration levels like your irritability your like hunger cues so again whether you're eating enough food um your sleep is affected by your water intake and things like that as well so even yeah just making sure that you drink enough water through the day and you're staying hydrated and you're Mm -hmm. essentially feeding your brain and yeah and i struggle keeping with it that. nice and wet i have <laughs> gross it just reminds me of captain holt and um have you seen the episode of brooklyn 99 where he's like jake's like oh i love you and your rock hard brain he's like brains aren't supposed to be rock hard they're supposed to be soft and wet <laughs> yeah. i remember that that was gross yeah. yeah so i really struggle with drinking enough water mm. um i've bought myself a new fancy water bottle that i take to work and it's glass with a wood cap and it's really pretty Mm -hmm. and you can make like I make cold brew uh, herbal tea in it I Mm -hmm. have one that turns blue and it makes me actually want to drink water Mm -hmm. Um, but I've also set up reminders on my phone so a buzzer goes off every two hours to say this is how much water you should have drank drink some water bitch (laughs) Um, because prior to doing that I would maybe do three glasses of water a day 
Yeah, I've definitely got to like three o'clock in the afternoon and being like, what have I actually had to drink today? I've had like one cup of tea. Mm-hmm. I really need to have yeah. drunk more water than that in this day. So sometimes you have to be disciplined mm-hmm. about your self-care. And I think, again, that comes down to priorities, you know, making sure that you're in bed around the same time every night, mm-hmm. setting a reminder on your phone, drink some water. But if you don't keep up with it, it's so easy to get distracted and just mm-hmm. empty yourself out. And then you're crawling out of a hole. Yeah, it's about, like you say, what are your priorities? And then I think sometimes, not scheduling it, but like forcing yourself to make the time for it. One thing that I have found recently that helps me in terms of my moods and my self-care, all that sort of stuff, is like, I don't want to say exercise, but like movement of Mm -hmm. some kind. So whether that, I've recently gotten back into swimming, um, I like to do yoga, sometimes like a wee dance workout. But one thing I was really bad for was trying to fit that in around things that I was already doing mm-hmm. so like I'm at Renee's tonight until this time and then I've got to make the dinner and then I've got like a wee 20 minutes there between this and this that I could try and squeeze in a workout whereas what I've started doing now is I've started going back to the swimming and you, you can book the you have to book it on mm-hmm. on the app and so you have to pay I, for it yeah so it's paid for and I book a time I, I have a look at my diary I see what I'm doing during the week and I go right I'm going swimming at that mm-hmm. time um, and that's that's it. It's in and it's booked. None of this. Oh, I'm going to try and I'll I'll see tomorrow if I've got time to fit in a mm-hmm. swim. No, tomorrow at twelve o'clock I'm going swimming. And it's about making sure that you're 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 making that time. Yeah, and then that way when somebody is like, oh, "Can you do this thing for me?" You're going to be like, "Nope, I have my swimming. Yeah, Can't do I've it. got a thing on. Yeah. Non-negotiable. Yeah, that's it. I've I've booked this thing. I'm doing this thing. No, I'm busy then. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you say, it's about setting up that boundary. For other people and also with yourself of, because sometimes your, your self-care is the first thing to go. Yeah. It's really easy to just be like, oh, I'll just not go like swimming. Like, for example, we're all meeting, our coven is meeting um, this Sunday for Linissa and you had suggested like meeting at a certain time. And I was like, could we push it back slightly? Because I'm planning on going, I've booked to go swimming. Oh, and you were like, yes, that's fine. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. Um, I and, just threw a time out there because nobody yeah. ever says anything. Yeah, we're all very laid back. We just rely on Renee to re- organise our whole lives. Um, but I was like, no, I'm actually, I want to do this thing. Like, can we do it this time? Because it would have been so easy for me to be like, oh, I'm just not going to go swimming. Mm-hmm. But I know how good it makes me feel. And I know that it improves my mood. It makes me feel a lot better. So it, it's important. You have to just, Figure out what your priority mm-hmm. is. How does it make you feel? And then prioritize that. Have you read Spiral Dance by Starhawk? Oh, I have not, no. So this is one of the like early big witchcraft books mm-hmm. that came out like in the 60s, I think. And it was quite heavily feminist. Mm-hmm. And um, I've heard of Starhawk, but I haven't read yeah. um, any of the stuff. So I would definitely recommend it. You have to keep in mind the time period. And the thing mm-hmm. that I like about it is that she's released a new edition every 10 or 15 years mm-hmm. and gone back and said, like, right, this is how things have changed. These are the new things that I understand. So she has really, as opposed to some... So she's not some, overwriting what she originally said. She's no. updating yeah. you mm-hmm. on where she's at now. Yeah. This I is like what that. I believed then. This is what I believe now mm-hmm. because I have grown and I've learned and things have changed. I like that. You know, gender politics were very different in the mm-hmm. 60s from what they are today. One of the things that she read, and I'm going to admit that I was a little bit annoyed when I read this, one of the things that she wrote was that one of the best things you can do for your witchcraft practice is to exercise every day. Mm-hmm. And she's like, and you have to really get your heart going. And I was like, man, 
I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. Why are you telling me this? But as I was doing my uh, boss family workout this morning, I mm-hmm. was like, damn it. She was right. This does make me feel better. Yeah. It makes you feel more energized. Yeah. And it's something that I have struggled with for a really long time because for me, exercise has always been like kind of intrinsically linked to like weight loss and trying to change how you look um, and how your body looks. Whereas I wish that I'd been taught from a young age that exercise just feels good. Mm-hmm. And that if you find exercises that you like doing and are enjoyable, then it's not a chore. Mm-hmm. Running on a treadmill or going out running and it's not, I'm not interested in it. I, mm-hmm. I thought about doing it for a little while, but I'm actually not interested in it. Whereas I like swimming, I like doing yoga, so those things are not chores to do them. And they make me feel good. Mm-hmm. That's that's essentially what self-care is about, isn't it? It's yeah. doing things that are going to make you feel good. Mm-hmm. And what is what is that? Witches of the world, making yourself feel better, a.k.a. raising your vibration. Yep, we're raising our vibration through self-care, definitely. Yeah. Do you use witchcraft as a form of self-care? Oh, absolutely. 100%. Um, I would say witchcraft is almost a form of self-therapy for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really use it to explore uh, the things that are holding me back, uh, You know, the self-limiting stories that I'm telling myself. Mm-hmm. Then I'll try to create rituals around ways to release or transmute those into something more positive. You know, I've talked before about my meditation practice. That's really important to me. And just that time for self-reflection, like in the morning with my tarot cards. Mm-hmm. Um, I think all of that is really important for taking time to focus on yourself and the energy and intention that you want to create. So yeah, without a doubt, I use witchcraft as a form of self-care all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, the things I've learned through witchcraft about energy work mm-hmm. um, and about shielding yeah especially in the form of work that we do i did that today (laughs) very very important about not taking on other people's energy and not Mm -hmm. letting that weigh you down yeah witchcraft has taught me a lot about taking better care of myself and actually prioritizing myself and allowing myself to believe that i deserve to be happy Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. definitely not just always putting everyone else first yeah, it's creating that that space for yourself, that sacred space mm-hmm. of, like you say, I am important. I am the main character of my life, mm-hmm. and therefore I need to to look after myself. Essentially, my entire witchcraft practice is one giant self care mm-hmm. situation. That's that's what it is. Um, it's about looking after yourself spiritually and mentally, your well being. Like you say, things like pulling... So I use oracle cards in the morning to kind of set my intention for the day. Again, trying to just bring positivity into your, your day-to-day life. Using, and again, like divination techniques. Not even to... You're not you're not looking to see what's going to happen in the future. But you're like you're saying, you're, you're diving deeper into yourself to find mm-hmm. out about your emotions and how you feel about things. And it is very therapeutic to, to come out of you know a meditation or a tarot session or what whatever it is that you're doing for your witchcraft practice and go oh right I understand why I feel that way now or I feel better after doing that we talked a couple of episodes ago about meditation and how when you feel like shit that's the best time yep. when you don't feel like meditating that's the best time yep. to meditate because that's when you're going to get the most benefit out of it because I know myself on the days where I'm feeling really anxious my brain is scattered all over the place or I'm really angry or upset about something that taking that time to just sit you know breathe through whatever's going you're not even thinking about the thing you're you're sort of putting it to the back of your mind you're focusing on 
what's what's happening in the present and grounding yourself in the mm-hmm. present is just so so helpful plus you get lots of nice self-care things like lighting candles mm-hmm. like, <laughs> i love a bit of candle magic there's always candles that like even and i find that even just in my house the act of lighting candles sitting down if i go home tonight and i um get my pajamas on i sit down with my husband to watch the telly and i light my candles i'll maybe put a wee wax burner on so there's a nice scent mm-hmm. that that's magic guys yeah like you're creating a space um cleansing that space with the you know the light from the candles or whatever mm-hmm. and creating- yeah i use aromatherapy in my um witchcraft quite a lot so um you know just diffusing certain oils can mm-hmm. can change your mood um you know that is there's been a lot of studies done on the you know just inhaling these fragrances and the way that they can affect your brain you know when you think of the more traditional commercial types of self-care i also like to like make some of my own skincare mm-hmm. products every month at the new moon i make my own salt scrub that's mm-hmm. part of my new moon ritual yeah. um and i so- like to make bath salts for mm-hmm. my well i don't make the bath salts i infuse the bath salts with things um at the new moon um or just whenever i feel like it yeah, um, so witchcraft is actually a great opportunity to take that bubble bath. Yeah. Everybody is always talking about, I love a bit of um, bath magic, which I can mm. only do when I travel now because I don't have a bathtub yeah. anymore. But um, I have been known to take a jar of some type of bath spell with mm-hmm. me when I go on a trip. And even if you don't if you don't want to make them yourself, there's loads of people who make these things mm-hmm. on Etsy, like independent sellers and stuff that you can get kind of ready-made baths if you're if you're worried that you don't have the time that like you have time for a bath but you maybe don't have the time for everything that goes on there, there's ways around that mm-hmm. and there's, there's people out there that can help you with it mm-hmm. um but again it's just taking that time and being intentional of this time is for me even as you even as you fill your water bottle up think i'm filling this water bottle up to nourish my body mm-hmm. i'm drinking this water to keep my brain wet yeah. I'm one of those people who gets really caught up and absorbed at work and will often forget to eat I or never forget to eat. pee or, you know, go and yeah. fill up your water bottle. Um, so I do. I have to make sure that I consciously stop myself and be like, right, that can wait. You need to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. You need to tend to your body. You need to tend to your own needs so that, mm-hmm. you know, you can make it to the end of the day. Just step away from the computer. Take a short walk. Mm-hmm. Get yourself some water. Empty your bladder because mm-hmm. you're a human and you need to do that. Maybe have a biscuit. Maybe it's going to make you feel better. Oh, my favorite work self-care tradition is the three o'clock chocolate break. Yep, we do that quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, you should know there's quite a lot of chocolate in our office for when you come back. Excellent. We've leftover chocolate from the summer program. So three o'clock chocolate break is back on. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, I always have something sweet yeah. in my desk. Um, and if it's been a particularly hard day, the three o'clock chocolate break mm-hmm. can really be a lifesaver. Yeah, we used to call it tea at three in my last office. Oh no, three o'clock's tea o'clock, that's what we used to oh. say. Yeah. <laughs> Every so often, like somebody would just look at me and I'd be like, Yep, it's three o'clock. It's tea o'clock. And <laughs> like somebody would get up and go and make make a cup of tea. I'm usually trying to sneak out the door by a quarter to four, so I'm not <laughs> yeah. going to have a cup of tea at that time. But oh, I'll drink a cup of tea any any time. So yeah, we have a listener question this week relating to self care. That's a good one. So Natalie has asked, "How do you unwind?" I am wrapped up like a spring coil at the moment. So Renee, what is your favorite way to unwind? Let's forget all that we said about self care. It's just about boundaries and all that, and it's mm-hmm. not about the Yeah, there were probably some things that you could have done leading up to the point where you get yourself um, totally wound up. But once you find yourself there, which we all do, I think 
this might be an unpopular opinion, but I think that just a little bit of alcohol. <laughs> I was literally about to say, I've, got, I've gone into my pink wine, my rosy wine recently. I'm not saying get blitzed. <laughs> no. I'm saying have a glass of wine after work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And just just one glass of wine. Make it nice. Make it something that you like. Yeah. Or, you know, a, a beer, if you like beer or whatever. Have a little ca- a little gin and a tin, mm-hmm. if that's what you're into. Have one drink. Sit down and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Do something that you like while you're drinking it or do nothing while you're drinking it, if that's better mm-hmm. for you. But be intentional about it. And just that will just relax you just a little bit. Mm-hmm. It'll make you care a little bit less about whatever was getting you wound up or pissing you off or stressing you out. And it can help you kind of reset, I think, especially if you're coming home from a long, hard day at work. Obviously, if you're having a bottle of wine every night, that is not probably taking good care of yourself. Not ideal, no. But I think I think that that's a good way to mm-hmm. just kind of relax and reset. If you're a person who, for whatever reason, can't drink alcohol. Or doesn't want to. Yeah, then I would say, again, my go-to is always chocolate. My answer is always something related to food. <laughs> yeah, food or drink. <laughs> but also, I will sometimes do a meditation straight away when I come home from work if I'm mm-hmm. really stressed out. And just anything to help you reset your energy. Keep it in balance. Don't go over the top. But just take time that is just for yourself. Mm-hmm. Even if you have to, like, shut yourself in a closet with a Snickers bar. Yep. So that you don't have to share it with... Screaming kids? Screaming adults. Do it. Yeah, I definitely like one of my favourite things recently. There's been a couple of times where I've been like the only person in the house and my husband's out and my stepkids are out and I've thought, oh, I'm just going to sit on my couch. I'm going to, like that, have a glass of wine. I'm going to watch a TV show that I really love. Mm-hmm. It's usually Say Yes say yes to the Dress or Say I Do Secret Weddings. I'm obsessed with wedding TV shows. <laughs> or like some really trashy reality tv show Mm -hmm. that generally i wouldn't watch but just in that moment i'm like i'm just gonna something that doesn't take too much thought that i can just watch Mm -hmm. and get into or i'll sit and like read a book maybe have a wee bit of chocolate beside me as well and it's just like that it's like when i know that that's coming up it's the anticipation of this is going to be time that's just for me Mm -hmm. which i really really like i also try every night to make a little bit of time um to go and do my meditation to sort of spend some time on my own i am quite an outgoing person um i love being around people but i do get fatigued mm-hmm. by by being around other people and by talking to them um all day so i do need a little bit of time to just be by myself and i think that's something that took me a really long time to work out i remember there was for a wee while i couldn't work out why i was so stressed when i came home from work and i was like oh it's because there's people here mm-hmm. there was like a period of time where i would come home and no one was in so i would have that kind of like half an hour yeah. cooking the dinner listening to my podcast to just reconnect with myself after a busy day at work and now when I come home there's usually always someone in so you're just constantly on the go so I try and make that time for myself each Mm -hmm. night where I can go and like decompress and just like recharge my body a little bit yeah I think that's so important Mm -hmm. a little bit of introvert time yep definitely some of us need a lot of introvert time yeah I could be by myself for a week before I got (laughs) bored so Louise is there anything that you're wanting to let go of right now uh, definitely, yeah. <laughs> so this week has been kind of hard. There's been a couple of people who have, excuse my language, pissed me off for various reasons in my personal life, in my work life. Uh, but I've just been quite annoyed by a few things that have happened. And I find myself like 
ruminating on it. Mm. I woke up at 5am this morning oh, with no. a start. I don't know what started me awake, but I woke up with a start and just like couldn't get back to sleep because I was thinking about this situation and this situation. And if this situation comes of this situation, then I'm going to say this and I should have said this and all these ridiculous thoughts that you have. Getting into that um, anger spiral. Yeah, definitely tired anger spiral as well because when Ooh. you're, you know that way when you're so tired that you want to go back to sleep and you're so desperately trying to get back to sleep. That sleep just mm-hmm. consistently evades you. Yeah. Yeah, I was in that spiral 100% this morning. It was not fun. I had, like, crystals all over my body trying to, like, <laughs> calm me down, and it was not It was not working. I was not in the mood for it. So, yeah, I'm just I'm just ready to let that go. So what do you yeah. think you could do to help you release that anger? Definitely, I think, more, like, meditate, calm myself down. Also, the card that I pulled, uh, my oracle card that I pulled this morning was for empathy. Mm-hmm. So maybe thinking a wee bit more about empathy. Also, just thinking about in terms of the things that happened, like how much is that actually going to affect me going forward? Yeah. Like, I'm angry about the fact that that happened or that was said or that was done, whatever. But going forward, it's fine. I'll just make sure I'm not in that situation again. So kind of like taking it as a learning mm-hmm. moment more than anything. Yeah, something that you hear a lot in like mindset and manifestation, which is probably good, but also really annoying is the phrase, uh, this is good because. Mm-hmm. So like anything negative that happens Focus to you. Focus on the positive. You have to try to reframe it and find what's good about it, mm-hmm. which annoys me, but is probably also right. Yeah. Yeah, it's difficult to do sometimes as well mm-hmm. to focus on the positive of a situation. And I think sometimes for me, I just need time to stew. Yeah. And then once I've stewed for a little bit, I can I can take that step back mm-hmm. and say, right, actually, do you know what? Fuck that guy. They don't actually really matter. But, <laughs> yeah. um, so I definitely want to let, let go of that and just move on. Because again, you carry it forward. And especially when it comes to like, you know, personal or work relationships or whatever, if you've had an argument with someone, mm-hmm. you're going to have to deal with that person again in the future. And if you carry it forward... It's just going to be negativity in your life. You're yeah. letting that person, as they say, live in your head rent free. Mm-hmm. Um, why do that? I just need to, I just need to Elsa that shit and let it go. <laughs> Are you going to start singing? No, I won't. I won't subject you to that. <laughs> Maybe I'll put the pop punk version on in the car on the way home and scream it as I hear it in the morning. I mean, I think that can be a really great way to really sing. I do that fairly regularly. <laughs> That is my releasing anger song. Yeah, singing can be an excellent form of self-care. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. We're, I think we're going to talk about that in another episode. Yeah. What are you going to release or what are you looking to release this week? Yeah, so I've also had some negative energy creeping its way into my life uninvited. Mm-hmm. Um, but this has been entirely in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, it's my own issues around my expectations of time and mm-hmm. how far I should have gone by this point in my life or by this point in time and thinking about going back to work in a couple Mm -hmm. of weeks. I have really, really enjoyed my time off this summer getting to dedicate all of my time to creating content for my blog and for this podcast. I have got a lot of work done. We're going to discuss more in depth in a future episode and really kind of changed my perspective around mm-hmm. my business, I think in a really positive way. Yeah. But then in the back of my mind is that thought that I only have a couple more weeks to dedicate mm-hmm. this much time to it. And then I have to go back to my old life. Yeah. Back to the grind. Um, so I'm trying to not let that worry of something that's going to happen in the future that may or may not ever happen. Trying to not let that affect the way that I feel today. Mm-hmm. 
which is not easy for me yeah, <laughs> historically, no, but just working on kind of breathing through that mm-hmm. and trying to stay in the moment and remember, you know, how much progress I've made and how much momentum I feel like I have going um, and focus on that, you know, and believe that this is going to be my everyday life mm-hmm. someday. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a, a quote on my board in the office. I think it's attributed to Oprah. I don't know if she actually said this or not, but you um, do what you have to do until you can do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. I was actually looking at the quotes above your desk the other day and um, it was the don't give up your daydream, mm-hmm. which I, I really, I saw that and I was like, yep, I like that. Yeah, the kids ask me about that one sometimes because they, mm-hmm. they don't quite get it. Yeah, it's a play on you don't quit your day job. Mm-hmm. But they're like, what What does that mean, don't mm-hmm. quit your daydream? I was like, we just don't give up on the thing that you most want. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes you do have to hustle and mm-hmm. sneak it in in the extra hour that you have. But if it's something that is a priority to you mm-hmm. and actually is important and something that you truly, truly want in your soul and not something that you're just doing because you think you should or because it looks good on social media mm-hmm. or because you want, are in competition with someone mm-hmm. or for, you know, purely materialistic reasons. If it's something that you really want, if it's something that your soul keeps putting in front of you, mm-hmm. um, it's there for a reason. That goal, that dream is there for a reason. So, yeah. you know, if you quit, you'll never get there. Exactly. I really liked what you said about staying in the present as well. I feel like you and I are at this point in time releasing the two opposite ends of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. I am potentially living in the past and ruminating on things that have already happened that I can't change because they've already happened. And you're worrying about things that haven't happened yet and therefore have no control over mm-hmm. um so yeah i think it's really important to just stay in the present like focus on where you're at now yeah and just get through it minute at a time if you need to where i'm at right now is pretty fucking awesome yeah so i'm just gonna do my best to be in it and not let worries about the future mess that up mm-hmm. what is making you feel awesome right now this is gonna come out in two weeks so the olympics will be over by then we talked about sports and we talked about the olympics a little bit last week but i have been completely immersed in watching hours and hours of olympic coverage Mm -hmm. um this past week and we'll continue to do so for next week but i promise we won't talk about it again next week (laughs) but just i cannot tell you how many times i've teared up in the last week watching just the epic struggles and triumphs of Mm -hmm. the human spirit which sounds so cheesy, but just to see people who have dedicated their whole lives to one moment in time, you know, for those people who accomplished things that they, you know, never believed that they would have, you know, there's the Olympic refugee team. Mm-hmm. Amazing. People who have, in one sense, lost everything, but mm-hmm. still managed to focus on achieving their dream. Yeah. It's so goddamn moving. Really been enjoying that inspiration and thinking for half a second about g- becoming more active and then just continuing to sit on my couch. <laughs> Amazing. I wanted to share with you a story that happened last week after I left your house for recording the podcast. I left and somebody that is an old friend of mine had sent me a message on Instagram to say that they had been listening to the podcast and they were really, really enjoying it. So I was like, that was excellent. And then they'd sent 
some more larger messages. And I was like, what's going on here? And essentially what they were saying in the messages was that they'd wanted to let me know for a while that I had inadvertently helped them through a really difficult time in their life. We had been through kind of similar circumstances Mm -hmm. and they had watched it kind of unfold for me and me come out of the other side. And this had given them... I mean, they used the word inspiration. I wouldn't use that myself, but they used the word inspiration to say they knew that that could happen for them. And Mm -hmm. now they're out of the other side and they're much happier. And they just wanted to say thank you to me for for being that, air quotes, inspiration. And I was like crying as I was walking down the street from your house because I thought that was such a nice thing, one, to send someone to receive that message from somebody I thought was just absolutely lovely because sometimes you like I mean I wouldn't think that of an inspiration to anybody but to to know that somebody who was struggling looked to you and saw your progress or saw what had happened to you and was inspired by that Mm -hmm. and was able to then find the confidence in themselves that they they too would be able to achieve that Mm -hmm. was was just really really lovely and um, I was also I'm I'm so happy for that person as well that they've achieved this happiness and this contentment in their life and they've they've gotten through the other side of their struggles so um yeah that was just a really lovely moment for me and it made me feel like super happy and super awesome that's nice I especially love that you were crying in the street oh yeah I was like (laughs) I am literally tearing up as I'm walking down a street in Glasgow now like towards my car. Well, I bet you have been an inspiration to a bunch of people who've never told you that you were inspirational to them. That's just the only one that has mentioned it. I happen to know that you are a fantastic human being with a beautiful soul, and I know that you have inspired many, many people and will continue to do so. I think that's the thing that struck me about it, is that we are all going about our lives not knowing how we're impacting other mm-hmm. people. Um, and if you're going about your life in a negative fashion, then it could be quite obvious how you're impacting people. But if you're going about your life trying to bring positivity to the world, you have no idea how how that's going to impact people. My husband, and I think I maybe said this in one of the earlier episodes, an early thing my husband said to me um, when we first started seeing each other was that he always likes to give people compliments mm-hmm. because that compliment might be the only nice thing that person's heard all day and it might just totally turn their day around and I just always think that that's a really nice thought that you know if you see somebody and you like something about them or you like their hair or you think their bag is nice like give them that compliment Mm -hmm. Um, it's such a quick and easy way to raise the vibration and it costs you nothing yeah makes you feel better too yeah and you have no idea how much that could potentially impact somebody just by going about your day-to-day life doing your things and putting that positivity back out into Mm -hmm. the world Well, if you want to let us know um, your favorite self-care practices Mm -hmm. or tell us why our favorite self-care practices are dumb, uh, you can uh, reach out and keep the conversation going. Um, Best place to hang out with us is on Instagram. I'm at Renee underscore awesome on 20. And I'm at Louise underscore awesome on 20. You'll find the show notes for this episode at awesomeon20.com slash episode nine. So we'll have all the links from everything that we talked about. And you can leave a comment there as well. Uh, You can also become an email subscriber on my website. And so you'll get an email every time I post something new, which includes the show notes for this episode. And if you sign up to my email list just now, you will get a printable guide to the magical uses for five most common kitchen ingredients. Mm -hmm. So I am crap at graphic design but i did my best to make it look cute so you can print it out and put it on your fridge or in your grimoire and if you're ever in the kitchen and you want to add a little magic you can just reference that um, Mm -hmm. real quick because 
I promise you that something on that list will be in your recipe. Oh, yeah. It's a super, super cute, super easy way to just to jog your memory to add that little bit of magic mm-hmm. into your recipes. We would absolutely love it if you could subscribe to this podcast. Uh, you can find the podcast on basically anywhere you yeah. can access podcasts. Pretty much. Um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, any of the other podcast apps that you can use, you can find us there. It would be really, really great. We would absolutely love it if you could leave us a rating and a review. You can also support this podcast on Patreon. So we are at patreon.com forward slash awesome120. There are different tiers that you can subscribe to on Patreon. The cheapest tier is awesome patrons and it's it's only £1 a month um, and you get uh, an awesome shout out on the podcast. Mm-hmm. We'll tell, tell everybody how cool you are. Yeah, because you're super cool. You're super awesome. We have a £10 a month high roller mm-hmm. Patreon level. Okay. Tell me about this, Renee. Right. So this is what I have called the seriously, extremely awesome patron. Mm-hmm. So you get all the stuff from the previous tier. So you get a shout out on the show. You get access to ad-free recipes. Oh, amazing. You get new moon and full moon journal prompts. Um, yes. You get to be in the Facebook group. Um, where we'll hopefully start doing live Q&As from mm-hmm. August. You can ask us all your weird random questions yeah. that you want to know about me and Renee. So you'll also get one unique spell or ritual per Ooh. month. So if you're new to witchcraft, this can be um, give you some guidance into starting to dip your toe into it. Mm-hmm. Or if you are a practicing witch, then um, you know maybe it'll just give you a new idea of something that you can try. Mm-hmm. You'll also get early access to possibly extended editions of the podcast, though we don't cut much out. <laughs> if you want to hear all the shit that we talk in between that gets cut out, then yeah. Also, this is not on the list yet, but maybe you can let us know if you think that this would be at all interesting. I think we should do a monthly audio commentary to mm-hmm. uh, maybe we can get some listener requests to a movie or um, a TV episode. So basically, we just give our thoughts on what's happening. Mm-hmm. And the, yeah, I we can would do that. sit down and watch Avengers. Essentially, that's what watching films with me is like, anyway. So if you want to come watch a film with me and listen to the again shit that I talk over the top of the movie, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. up for that. And we can talk through all the like uh, witchcraft <laughs> also, references. Yeah, and- be prepared for sobbing. <laughs> I cry <laughs> a lot of films, and then <laughs> Louise will blubber a little bit. Yeah. Um, I think that would be really fun. And I think that would be something that we could add to this level as well. So if you really, really love what we're doing and you want to support us at that level and get access to even more exclusive content, Mm -hmm. um, that is the seriously, extremely awesome patron. And you would be seriously, extremely awesome. That would blow my mind. Yeah. If somebody was like, I love you this much. Yeah. That would be absolutely incredible. So, yeah, that's patreon.com slash awesomeon20. Um, thanks again to Lindsay and Tara, our new patrons this week. Yes. You guys are so awesome. We love you. Right. I think that about does it for this week. Yep. I'm going to go and do some self-care. Yeah. And by self-care, I'm going to eat leftover Domino's pizza that I brought home from the summer program. I mean, that sounds perfect. Yep. I can't think of a better way to end Thursday night. Yep. And there's donuts. Oh! <gasps> Pizza and donuts? Shut the front door. Yeah. It's happening, kids. You're living in heaven. The self-care game is on. I'm going to go watch some gymnastics. See you later. Bye. How do you unwind? I am a rat. I am a rat. Take two.
Second verse, same as the first. 